0: If you want to win your fantasy league you need to understand when to buy and sell players this video will do just that by identifying league winners let me explain let's look at our first example here tony pollard who in my opinion is a must buy this past week he just led this backfield in snaps for the first time this year more than ezekiel elliott playing 63 of the snaps now zeke did come off the field after getting banged up for a couple of snaps so that factors in but it looked like Pollard was gonna lead either way and this led to pollard putting up over 100 total yards on 14 touches but the thing is zeke scored a touchdown scored more points so people aren't going to actually see what's happening here Pollard is getting more usage and producing with it so these are the things you have to look for players trending their underlying stats without most people your league mates your friends they're not noticing and even more positive news Tony Pollard and the Cowboys have the seventh easiest remaining schedule for running backs in fantasy this year so that's one player you want to trade for but now here's one you're gonna want to sell and by sell I mean trade away and that would be Terry McLaurin who is coming off of a season high the best game he could possibly have this is exactly the definition of selling high 18 13.3 fantasy points on eight targets with Taylor Heineke but here's the issue McLaurin is still seeing boom bust usage he's earning 16.7 yards per reception the highest of his career which means you're getting targeted downfield more he ranks top five in deep targets and that's very encouraging usage if you're seeing high volume so it happens often and the targets are accurate so you actually convert on them but that's where some issues come into play because Carson Wentz is only completing 35% of his deep passes this year and ranks 30th in quarterback efficiency so this is an exact reason why you want to trade away a guy like Terry McLaurin but go grab this next wide receiver. And that's Deontay Johnson, who is currently the unluckiest wide receiver in fantasy football. Let me explain what I'm talking about. Deontay currently ranks top 10 in fantasy and wide receiver usage, how much he's being used, how much he's expected to score. However, he ranks 53rd in actual fantasy points. Assuming this volume, which is high volume of 9.6 targets per game continues, this gap is going to close. Deontay might not become the top 10 wide receiver in fantasy, but if he's a top 20 wide receiver right now, people aren't valuing him like that. After all, he does rank top eight in the NFL with 9.6 targets per game, and he's expected to score five more points per week. Get him now before that starts happening. And you also want to get Cortland Sutton, yet again, another player who's coming off of a couple of bad weeks. Sutton this past week, keep in mind, with Brett Ripon out there, not the greatest of quarterbacks, only puts up 5.3 fantasy points, but he still earns nine targets now this is back-to-back bad games for Corlin Sutton the game before Russell Wilson was dealing with an injury and then you get a backup quarterback so you can't really blame Sutton everything he's doing is great and you can see right here he ranks 14th overall in wide receiver usage he's actually averaging 8.3 targets per game that's great and 38% of those targets are the fantasy cheat code targets they're either in the red zone or 20 plus yards downfield and these targets provide not only a safe floor but a massive massive upside ceiling and keep in mind before the Russell Wilson injury these are the fantasy points per Week Cortland Sutton was producing. He was averaging 15.4 points per week, top 12 in the NFL. Go buy him low right now before Russ comes back healthy. And then listen up because this is really important. You want to trade away Gus Edwards. And this is interesting because last week, Gus Edwards was an ad. So you picked him up for nothing. And now he had a good week and it's unsustainable. More on that in a second, which is why you want to sell him. This is fantasy 101. Get the guy, ship him out, get something more consistent. Because Gus is coming off of an 18.6 fantasy point day, but he has no receptions. He does see 16 carries. That's good. He's getting it off of touchdowns and the more concerning part is that this backfield was still split three separate ways and after the game they said they want to still involve two to three running backs justice hill was operating as the main passing down back and Kenyon drake was splitting snaps with gus Edwards. now it is reasonable to assume gus sees more snaps as he gets healthier moving forward but he did have 16 carries in this game that's not going to get that much higher especially when you consider lamar jackson is averaging over nine rush attempts per game this is the perfect scenario you got a guy really low for free as an ad now go sell him and you may be thinking about trading George pickens off of his best game of the season i'm here to tell you do not do that and the reason is his production is sustainable for the first time this entire season he ran more routes than chase claypool who is on the trade block by the time you're watching this or maybe later this week might get shipped away which makes george pickens the clear wide receiver too but either way pickens this past week operated as the wide receiver two, earning six targets catching them all finds the end zone over 18 fantasy points it's about time for the second rounder and pickens is now averaging seven targets per game over the last five games with multiple different quarterbacks he's earning targets either way and look at this he currently runs Ranks third in the NFL in deep targets. He has 14 deep targets of 20 plus yards on the season, which obviously creates upside. So, if you're going to get those seven targets per game, that's where your floor comes from, that volume. And then the upside comes from them being downfield as well. So, if you have pickings, hold on to him. And I actually believe he is a buy high candidate. And hey, if you're enjoying this content, subscribe for more. But this next wide receiver who's coming off the bye week, people are excited about. So, go sell him. And that's Gabe Davis, who is currently the luckiest wide receiver in fantasy football. Deontay Johnson, the most unlucky. Gabe Davis is the luckiest because right now, if you take out Rashid. Shaheed on the New Orleans Saints. If you take out a small sample of like two touches, Gabe Davis is averaging the most fantasy points right now over expected, meaning he's averaging six more points based on his usage than he should be. The simple translation, his production is not sustainable, and here's why. Davis is only averaging a target in this Bills offense on 13.8% of his routes, 95th in the NFL, so he's not getting that much volume, but he is producing because this offense is so good, Josh Allen is so good, he is producing mainly by finding the end zone. But the other way he's producing on such low volume is he ranks number one in the NFL with 27.4 yards per reception, but this will not keep up. This is the third highest rate if the season ended today in NFL history. So I'm just going to simply bet against the fact that this might be the most historic yards per reception season ever out of a player. And if his efficiency doesn't come up, which it really never has in his career, you're looking at Gabe Davis going from being a top 20 fantasy receiver to falling outside the top 30. Trade him before that happens. And maybe you can even put him in some sort of package deal for this next tight end in Dalton Schultz. You see, Schultz has been dealing with injury, left their previous game before this week early, and he ends up coming back in this. This game, he plays 43 of the possible 63 snaps. Now that equals 68% of the snaps, runs 17 routes, and sees five targets. Again, they didn't throw a lot in this game, just 25 attempts, so overall it's not gonna look like a great game, but he earned 20% of the targets. And he earned 20% of the targets while being limited. He only played 68% of the snaps, but if you look at when he was healthy earlier this year, he's playing 91%, 84%, and 100% of the snaps. Expect this number to come up, his routes to come up, and his overall volume to come up. Dalton Schultz averages 14.8 fantasy points per game, which are ranked top five amongst all tight ends when Dak Prescott is healthy and Schultz is the starter. Go get him and then hold on to this running back. If you own Raheem Mostard, you might be enticed to trade him. I'm saying hold on to him. And if you don't own him, I'd encourage you to buy high on him. You see, after this past week, he's now played five straight games of earning over 60% of the snaps, which is rare in today's NFL for a back to get that much usage. And this past week on Sunday Night Football, he goes off for over 100 total yards on 20 touches, 20 plus fantasy points. And yet again, he's producing for your fantasy squad. But that's not all. He's also creating explosive plays. He ranks top five right now in runs of 20 or more yards so this 30 plus year old running back the speed that he still has when he's healthy he still got it and over the last month the last four games he ranks 14th amongst all running backs and fantasy points based on his usage it's going to continue go get him and this wide receiver and that would be chris godwin who is coming off of another massive volume game he just had 13 targets this past week but somehow some way this offense is that inefficient right now just seven catches for 43 yards also saw a rushing attempt but this is the bigger news in his three games of seeing the majority of the snaps seeing most of the snaps this season he's averaging 11.7 targets per game and six and a half receptions per game that's Top five wide receiver usage. But here's the good news for you. He's yet to have a massive game, going over 13 fantasy points just once this year. So even though he's top five in usage since he's been healthy, your league mates are probably getting frustrated with his lack of production, which, bonus, for you, go buy him low. Because since he returned from injury, including one of those games where he's limited to just 58% of the snaps, he ranks 14th in wide receiver usage, but just 35th in fantasy points. This is going to change. And the main reason why is touchdowns. Goblin currently has zero touchdowns on the season, but in his career, he averages a touchdown every 13 targets. And so far this season, and he has 44 targets he should have somewhere between three and four touchdowns right now go get him before these touchdowns start flooding in and then sell as high as you possibly can as quick as you can on this tight end you want to trade away george Kittle because look the 49ers have trailed by a lot in these last two games multiple scores in the second half forcing jimmy garoppolo to throw more garoppolo threw over 40 times in week six and then this past week in week seven he throws 37 times so 39 times per game the last two games compared to just 26 times his first four games and this recent usage is unsustainable because the 49ers are favorites in eight out of their next 10 games, meaning that they're going to start throwing 26 times a game again, which hurts Kittle. You see Kittle in his first three games when the 49ers weren't throwing as much as just running 22 routes, 17 routes, 25 routes. It's not leading to much volume, just five targets per game. Lately, these last two games, he's seen 19 targets and he's seen over 40 routes run per game. The simple translation here is expect this usage to go down and this will probably be some of the best usage, if not the best of the season. Trade him away right now and to see who you should trade him for or overall, which trades are the best options for you by using rankings and projections and and a whole lot more go get the fantasy cheat sheet it's linked down below a five-step system to help you beat your friends and win your league. there's a lot more in there like waiver wire tiers, player notes for every single fantasy relevant player every week and the big thing if you don't win your fantasy league as you see right here i will refund the one-time payment of ten dollars it's less than a dollar a week for the entire year but i'll refund that if you don't win your league that is how confident i am in this material so to learn more and join the thousands of people using this tool right now the fantasy cheat sheet to win their leagues Click the link right now in the description to learn more. And then the third Cowboy we're talking about right now, CeeDee Lamb, yes, again, another Cowboy that we want to buy this week. The Cowboys last week, they held a commanding lead, which led to Dak Prescott in his return. He looked pretty rusty out there, but still, since they held the commanding lead, he only threw 25 times in this game. Now, despite this, CeeDee Lamb still earned 25% of the targets, and he's earned eight targets on average over his last three games. But the good news for you is C.D. Lamb, when you take this past week of him scoring below 13 points and the two previous weeks of 12.7 and 10.3, he hasn't had a massive game, even though he's seen the usage it's an opportunity to buy low and now check this out without amari cooper in the lineup in recent years in 19 career games with no amari cooper and dak prescott starting you're seeing cd lamb average 15.8 fantasy points per game now where does that rank overall well 15.8 fantasy points per game would be top 10 amongst wide receivers last year and this year it is fantastic usage Go get a top 10 wide receiver now before it's too late. And maybe you could even sell him in some sort of deal. Unlikely to be one for one, but some sort of deal for this next wide receiver. Sell him. And that would be Tyler Boyd, who, look, I actually think he's a solid guy. It's not bad if you just want to keep him on your team. But if you want to strike while the iron is hot, how about that saying, now is the time. Because Boyd was just the second highest scoring wide receiver in week seven. Only his teammate, Jamar Chase, had more points. He goes for eight catches, over 150 yards, and a touchdown, Thirty fantasy points but here's the issue in this game atlanta was down a lot of key players including all three of their starting cornerbacks and things really got bad when in that game their best cornerback one of the best in the nfl aj terrell ended up getting ruled out with a hamstring injury this was when they lost their third and final starting cornerback which made it really easy for joe burrow to pop off go off against a bunch of backups the Bengals ended up throwing 12 percent more in this game and i do think again tyler boyd will be serviceable you can put him in your flex he can get you 8 to 12 points but he's not going to get you 30 again and you might be able to sell high on him right now because he's had two solid games so far this year So sell high on him to get that more stable production and this is what we're talking about people the buy and sell players if you want to win your league you have to be active you have to be thinking about this stuff and i just did all the work for the underlying metrics for you and now the other way to win your league after the draft of course is the waiver wire attacking the waiver wire as best as possible and this video right here will be your complete guide for the players to add but also avoid on the waiver wire this week and if you're one of the 62 percent of people not subscribed to this youtube channel hey take a second and hit the subscribe button